Welcome to Language Caster's Football Podcast. Uh, we've got a great show, though, this week. Yep, uh, this week we're going to have a review of last week's football entitled The Good, The Bad and The Ugly. Uh, followed by an interview with Paul Joyce on the title race in England. That's right. Uh, after that we've got uh, English for Football. Mm-hmm. I believe you're doing that, right, Damien? That's right. Um, then there's Fan Forum and I'll be talking about Liverpool. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. Mm. And we're going to finish off with, of course, our predictions. Excellent stuff. So, The Good, The Bad and The Ugly. Last week, uh, tell us about The Good... Yeah, I mean, it was good for uh, Real Madrid in Spain. Uh, they got back into form, mm-hmm. and of course, it was very good for their main striker, Ruud van Nistelrooy. Four goals. Four goals away at Osasuna. Not an easy place to win. I've heard that, yeah. Um, but they did very well. Of course, it was also good uh, in the English league for Ronaldo. He got a standing ovation at Blackburn. It looks like uh, everybody's forgiven him uh, for the World Cup antics. That's right. Also in the English Premier League for Didier Drogba, not my favourite player, but mm-hmm. he scored his second hat-trick of the season. He can't stop scoring, can That's he? right. And in Italy, Palermo stay top of Serie A. And uh, in Spain, Ronaldinho came back into form by scoring two late goals against Zaragoza mm-hmm. to help them move into top place again, actually. Mm-hmm. Okay, and yeah, that, that leads nicely to the bad, doesn't it? Because Barcelona having trouble with their strikers, uh, Messi, Savioli, and of course Eto uh, a while back are all injured. That's right, long-term injuries. Mm. Uh, how will it affect them in the league and, of course, in the Champions League? Mm. Um, it was also bad for uh, Kawasaki Frontale here in Japan. Really? Yes, they're battling for the J-League title. Unfortunately, two goals in the last minute saw them lose out to their local rivals. Amazing. FC Tokyo, 5-4. That must have been a good game to watch. Yep. Um, and then in back in England, Ian Dowie, uh, the first Premier League manager to get the sack uh, this season. That's right, from Charlton, after only 12 games, they're mm. bottom of the table. I wonder if he can bounce back. I wonder indeed. Uh, also, it's been a very bad week again for Milan in Serie A. They are now 20 points behind the leaders. Mm, surely that's, that's the nail in the coffin for them, isn't I it? I think so. Now, how about the ugly? The ugly has to be Mike Newell, doesn't it? Mike Newell, championship team, Luton's manager. He uh, came out with some very uh, interesting comments. Yeah, that women shouldn't, should have no part in the professional game. That's right. He uh, attacked, well, criticised the uh, lines person, the female lines person mm. uh, in his game because they lost at home. The fifth defeat in a row, I had. I think he's looking for someone to blame, isn't he? I think he is indeed. Mm. Um, we're actually going to talk about this issue in the next podcast. We've got a few people coming in to discuss that issue. Now, let's listen to uh, Paul Joyce and see what he has to say about the Premier League uh, race in England. Thank you. And today's interview is with Paul. Paul Joyce, how are you doing? Good, good. Thank you. Thanks for coming in. Um, Today's topic, we're going to talk about the Premier League title race. Now, your team, Manchester United, they're doing very well this season. Mm. How do you feel? Well, we've had the best start since, I think, uh, 94 or 95. Um, it's, it's very exciting as a Manchester United fan at the moment to, to watch the team. Um, but about the title, I think it's going to be pretty close. But I, I think a lot of it depends on Chelsea's appetite. They've won, the, they've won the league for the last two years. Of course, they really, really want to win the Champions League. But perhaps, perhaps they don't care so much about the league this year. I'm, that's what I'm hoping. But the problem is that um, they've got a very strong squad, much stronger than United's. And if United get, get inju- injuries to, to Scholes or Giggs or Rooney or, you know, God forbid, 
um, Sahar, then there could be big problems. Okay, so generally, do you think Manchester United can maintain their title form? For a while, I expect so, but I think a lot of it depends on how much Chelsea really want to win. Okay. Now, we've touched on Chelsea, and you, you obviously that you mentioned their, their strength in depth. Uh, which other teams do you think pose a big threat for Manchester United's title chances? I think obviously Arsenal are looking very strong. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've got a they've got a good young team. They're um, they've, uh, they've got a great manager, um, but they haven't spent much money in recent years. And in the new ground, of course, it takes a while to get used to a new ground. And maybe this is a year too early for them. Perhaps uh, next year they'll be even stronger and have a better chance. Right. So Chelsea and Arsenal. Um, do you think there's an outside uh, team, a dark horse, that might surprise you this year? Uh, dark horses. I think about the league, it's probably going to be down to United or Chelsea. But I think there are some strong teams out there. Um, I think uh, Pompey, Portsmouth are a good side. Um, Villa and O'Neill are doing amazing things this year. Um, of course, Bolton have looked good, and uh, you know maybe even Liverpool or Spurs might do something. People have been suggesting that the English Premier League is boring and it's too predictable. What would you say to that? Well, I think about the title. Um, it has become predictable. I mean, there's only I think four or five teams that really could win it these days. But I think in a lot of other ways, it's still very, very exciting in in the the style of play. I mean, it's much more exciting to me than the Spanish League or uh, the Italian League. Um, The other battles, you know, for the the fourth Champions League spot is always very exciting. The the, uh, League Cup is usually very good. The FA Cup, of course, last year was very good. And uh, so I think in a lot of ways still it's very... And of course relegation. So I think of course still it's very exciting. But especially just the way they play, I think. Okay, so playing style for you still Mm -hmm. makes it the most exciting. Now, final question. Give us your top four at the end of the season. Who do you think will be champions, runners-up, third and fourth place? Well, as far as champions go, I think, sad to say it, but I think it might well be Chelsea. Closely followed by uh, Man United, who really, really want to do it this year. Um, then I think third will be Arsenal. And fourth place the, uh, is always very exciting. Every, for the last few years, there's always been something um, interesting gone on. And let me take a guess. I think I'll go for Villa. I'll say Villa will uh, finish fourth. Amazing first season for, uh, for Mr O'Neill. I'm not sure that will be a popular choice here on the podcast, but thanks very much for your comments, Paul. I hope to speak to you soon. Yeah, thanks for that, Paul. Um, Damon, what did you think about his uh, top four prediction there? Well, it's obviously just taking a look at the top four as they stand today mm-hmm. and uh, imagine that that's how it's going to finish at the end of the season. And now, uh, Damien, you have some English for football for us, don't you? That's right. This week's English for football looks at the expression dark horse. Now, a dark horse team is a team that has an outside chance of winning a competition or a cup. So, for example, this year's Champions League, many people are tipping Lyon from France to be a dark horse. Our own German correspondent, Hans, feels that Bremen could be the dark horse team this year. Uh, We'd like to thank all those uh, listeners who've uh, written in comments uh, about the show. Mm. Uh, Some very kind words indeed, some very good, uh, interesting comments about football around the world, Mm. and in particular to Matthew in London. Matthew London actually congratulates us on the podcast, but also mentions something about the sound quality. Yeah, we've been having a few difficulties. We're working on it. We really are working on that. Matthew, once we get into our pod, pod room, 
we'll no be problems. fine. Yeah. And okay. if anybody wants to leave comments, and of course, if you want to download the show, go to languagecaster.com. You can also go to iTunes and type in languagecaster.com and you'll find uh, the subscription page there. Yeah, we're doing quite well in the listings on iTunes. Yeah, probably not quite first, but we'd like to be first by Christmas, wouldn't we, Damien? Indeed you do. So please download us from iTunes if you can. Thank you. Next up, we've got a Liverpool fan in the fan forum. Liverpool's season came crashing down to earth after barely getting airborne at Arsenal's Emirates Stadium last weekend. Their home form had seen them put on a five-game winning streak, but playing away again exposed Liverpool's fragile defence and impotent attack. That's one goal on the road this season. Dismal Tottenham only have two. Has it come to being compared with the toothless team from Tottenham that Liverpool trounced 3-0 at Anfield? I'm afraid it has. Liverpool surely now are in a fight to finish in the top six and must count Bolton, Aston Villa, Everton and Tottenham as their rivals and watch as Arsenal, Chelsea and Manchester United soar into the top spots. The praise that was rightly lavished on Liverpool and their manager after their tremendous 2005 Champions League victory cannot see them through this season. Last year they finished a flattering nine points behind Chelsea and had us hoping that this was the season where the league title was a possibility. Oh, how wrong we were! Apart from Coit, none of the summer signings seemed to be making any impact, particularly the two wide men, Bellamy and Pennant, haven't delivered the promised width, and perhaps more seriously, Benitez seems unable to swallow humble pie and make some straightforward changes that would surely benefit the team. Here are some questions he needs to deal with. How long will he have faith in Reina in goal? Is it time to drop Hoopia, whose lack of pace is a real weakness? Will he start fielding a settled side instead of rotating his players seemingly every game? And the biggest question of all, can he keep Gerrard on the wide when his captain wants to influence the game from the middle? Unless these problems are addressed, Liverpool's season might just turn into a plane crash. So, Damien, what do you think? Do you think uh, Benitez has to do something or are things okay as they stand? Oh, I think Benitez has to do something very, very quickly as well. Um, the rotation policy obviously isn't working. He has to settle on his strikers. Uh, as you mentioned in your report, there are question marks about his goalkeeper. Um, it'll be a long fight for Liverpool. Long fight indeed. And now, predictions! quickly look back at last week's predictions mm. uh, game number one was uh, in Germany it was Bielefeld and Hertha I'm glad you remembered that because I had forgotten completely I think I had a 1-1 draw I had a home win for Armenia mm. and unfortunately for me 2-2 so I get one point that's right well done number two was the Arsenal Liverpool game do you want to talk about this one okay uh, I thought it would be 2-1 to Liverpool. I said it would be 0-0. Uh, one of those teams got nil. It was Liverpool. It was 3-0. <laughs> no points for either of us. And then in Spain, we had uh, Barcelona against Zaragoza. That's right. We both went for an away win, but we it didn't did. happen. Mm. Uh, you went for 1-0. I did. And I went for 3-1. And it was, in fact... It was 3-1, but two Barcelona. So no points no there points either. Each. And back in uh, the English Premier League, we had Everton against Aston Villa. I think I thought an away win, 1-0. And I went for a nil-nil draw, and unfortunately for me, it was 
Yes, that's the total for four for the week and in total that's nine points to me and I'm sorry, eight points to me and three to you. Okay, no worries. No worries. I'll have you back by Christmas. And what about this week? We this got, week, yeah. Mm, in Germany we've got the Bayern Munich Stuttgart game. Big game. Mm, I like the sound of Stuttgart. I think they're gonna win uh two one. Away in Bayern. Away in Bayern, yeah. I'm actually going to go for a Bayern 1-0 victory. I think Bayern will have gone through their dip and they'll be back at the top very, very soon. Okay, and in Spain we've got Sevilla and Valencia. Yeah, big game. Both teams have stuttered a wee bit in the last couple of weeks, uh, particularly Valencia. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go for a 1-0 win, win for Sevilla. Mm, I'm going to go for the same. I can see them winning 1-0 too. Oh, well, if you're going to go for 1-0, I'm going to go for 2-0. Oh, all right. We have to don't be let, don't, don't, don't make me... Uh, force you to do something. And we've got Chelsea and West Ham in the Premier League. Yes, uh, it's going to be 3 0 to Chelsea. Um, I'm actually going to go for a West Ham result here because there's a bit of nastiness between these two teams. Mm-hmm. History, I think you might call that. Okay. Um, I'm going to go it's for a 1 2, a 2 1 away win for West Ham. Ah, well, I'd like to see that, but I can't see it yeah. happening. And then uh, we're, also, we're going to look at Man City Fulham. Uh, should be a cracker. It <laughs> should be a cracker. I think Man City are finally going to get uh, a win under their belts at home. I think they're going to win 2-1. Yeah, I'm going to go for uh, a 2-0 victory for City. Even though Fulham are playing quite well at the moment, uh, a 2-0 victory for City to ease the pressure on both manager Stuart Pearce and our fan forum contributor Dave Bernard. <laughs> That's right. Thank you for listening today. Remember, languagecancer.com. Please leave comments and download us from iTunes or the website.